Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing great. How are you doing today, Arrow? What's happening, Arrow? How's it going, bro? Man, I'll tell you what. You guys are speaking my street. I'm here in the south. I'm here in the Carolinas. And, you know, moonshine is a big thing in this part of the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. It most definitely is. Uh, you know, moonshine was uh, on its way out. It was becoming a dang breed uh, when Tim first came to me about uh, doing the moonshiner show. I told him, you're crazy. Everything you've shown me says, don't do this. Well, I'm glad we did. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it puts you, I mean, when we see you on TV, and if we were to see you out there in the real world in a small town or even a big city, we'd go, hey, that's the moonshiners. Well, we do run into that uh, about 30 or 40 or 50 times a day. It, you know, it is, it, that's part of what it is that we do. We signed on for it. Yeah, uh, people know us as the moonshiners, and, you know, I, I like to put it this way. I don't care how good we are at making moonshine, we're on television for it, and without our fans, well, we're just another guy out there making moonshine. That's so right. our, our fans are really what makes it, and we love them all. I say we're rock stars with no guitars. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 here in the Carolinas, we have the ABC-run stores for, for alcohol and stuff like that, and they seem to be selling moonshine. It's not the same kind of moonshine that you guys are making, is it? Um, you know, there are some out there that are, and there are some out there with a label moonshine on it just trying to hop on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got quite a few good ones out there. Um and uh, all I can say is really kind of do a little bit of research, uh, a quick internet search of the company, and you can really tell the ones that are on the bandwagon from ones really trying to make a traditional moonshine, and the only difference is they're paying taxes on it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Arrow. Yes, sir. You know what's the difference? You know what the difference in white lightning and moonshine is? Probably the, the strength or the proof of it. What is it? White lightning's made in the daytime, moonshine's made at nighttime by the moonlight. <laughs> you want to know the difference in moonshine and liquor? <laughs> All right, go for it. Liquor's made in the damn distillery, and moonshine's made in the dang woods. Oh, That's about it. Why? But see, but see, this is. I'm this, just saying, this, moonshine's handmade, homemade by the freaking by craftsmen out in the woods, man. Yep. And liquor's made in a distillery where somebody's got forklifts and got buttons to push and stuff like that. That's the difference. 
You know that you you bring up a really good point because there's a place here in Charlotte that makes vodka, and that we we took a tour, and I'm going, well, boy, I I really thought this would have been a little bit different. This this looks so like a like a science lab. Yeah, like industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now you guys face something on this brand new season of Moonshiners on Discovery Channel: inflation and the supply chain. Well, you know, sure it's affected us, but we never think that affects you guys as well. Oh, it, it affects us greatly because uh, you know we're, we're small towns. What you can go and get sugar for is the same price we pay for sugar, and we buy it in much larger quantities. Grain is the same way. And we use it faster, too. Yes, we <laughs> do. We go through a lot more of it. Um, propane, everything has went through the roof. And it costs us more to make our moonshine. And we're selling for the same damn price. Yeah. You know, we do try to pass along the savings to our customers. And, you know, it's we make moonshine because we care about this art. I like to say a trained monkey can make moonshine. But it takes a true artist to make good moonshine and really care about your craft and enjoy watching other people enjoy what you did. You have to care about it. Yeah, if you don't care about it, you don't put love in it, it's going to show. Yeah, there, there's definitely pride in every single jar that uh, I, I know Josh and myself brew. And sometimes in larger distilleries, you lose that. You, you, you've got people there that are just a nine to five. Yep every day just to draw a paycheck. And not saying some of these distilleries don't put out some outstanding liquor, but um, when somebody's heart's in that jar, you can taste it. <laughs> it's, hard to, it's hard to beat a jar of homebrew, man. You know? <laughs> Well, well, how how do you hide a thousand gallon tank this year? I mean, because I mean, that, that, it, it, I always thought that, you know when you go into a forest, you really have to really look for that still. But I mean, a thousand gallon tank. Well, we can't give you all our secrets. If we gave everybody <laughs> all our secrets, we won't be able to get away with it. Right. Well, uh, that's the only thing you can do there is go deeper in the woods, which once again winds up costing more. It's more work, but you got to be creative, man. Definitely. When you care about your craft, that's what you're you're willing to do to be able to, to do your craft. Do you know how hard it is to hide in the woods when everybody's walking their dog, everybody's out freaking scouting for deer, bear, whatever, turkeys? Yep. People are out just walking the woods. There's millions of people everywhere all the time. You know how hard it is to hide? Yep. Yep. I, I do be I, I do because I live in a forest here in South Charlotte, North Carolina. I know what it's like and how many people just you know, they for some reason the trees collect people. It's everybody has to go walking through the trees and it's like I don't want you walking through my trees. I was gonna ask you a while ago where you lived at, because I heard you say Carolina and I'm a Carolina boy myself. I I'm I'm down here in Charlotte. Where are you at? Um, I'm right below Asheville. I'm over in a little place called Columbus, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, over there by the yeah, over there. Bread. <laughs> so then, you, we totally get what what moonshine is all about, and we also know that it that it helps shape NASCAR and all that kind of stuff. So that makes me wonder, what kind of a sport? If you guys could create one, if you're running from the law, what would you do? Well, well I reckon it's like creating sport. Well, uh, the only sport I could think of that would come in handy running from the law. What is that one where people run around the cities and just jump over everything? Oh, uh, talking about uh, <laughs> a, a parkour. I don't know what they're well, talking about. Jump off and talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be the sport we would really. We talking about parkour. <laughs> they can jump off a building. Uh, 
<laughs> do you do you think that we have gotten lazy with with our moonshine in the way that everybody has to have a new flavor? It's got to taste like this. It's got to taste like this. Whatever happened to just good old plain moonshine? I don't know that I would call that lazy. I would call that people trying to be you know creative, creative okay. and trying to come up with something new. And if you don't, if you don't work that as hard as you can, uh, one thing about it is you don't learn in this life by success. You learn in this life by the failures having you have while you're trying to make success. And when you have those failures, you start picking up on the things that you definitely don't want to do. When you know what you don't want to do, well, you got a better insight on what you do want to do. Yeah, yeah. How do you guys measure the alcohol proof? Because, you know, people will go in there, they got to have their 100 proof or their, or their Everclear, which is 150 or 160 proof. How do you guys measure that kind of stuff? Or is that, does that even matter? Um, what we like to do is a good drinkable proof. Uh, we shake the jar and read the bead on it um, a, a lot. There are a lot of moonshiners out there that use a hydrometer. Mm. And, um, it's, it's, that just boils down to the fact that they don't know how to read the bead in the jar. And that's something that, you know, I couldn't sit here and explain to you how to read it. It's something that comes along with experience. And just doing it. Once you've once you've done it enough times, and you can just tell by when it's hitting that jar about what it is. Oh, wow. And uh, we like to put out a good drinking proof, which is somewhere between 100 and 110 proof. Mm -hmm. If somebody wants it a little tamer than that, they can throw a couple of ice cubes and a splash of water in it. If somebody wants something a little stronger, they can make a special order, and we'll give them something a little stronger. But nine times out of ten, when somebody asks for something stronger than that. They only think they want something stronger than that. Yeah. When they actually get a taste of it, they realize after three sips, they're about to fall down, <laughs> and they wish they didn't have what they had. That, that goes to show you they don't really know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's almost Christmas season. I, I know like you... mine about 110. About 110. Uh, that's the uh, and I'll have to say this, though. You mentioned Everclear. as the only reason I'm saying it. Uh, the state of Virginia, which I'm in, and I'm right on the Carolina line as well. I'm out of Danville, Virginia. And uh, the state of Virginia does not carry Everclear anymore because they passed the law where whatever proof it says yeah. on the label, it's actually got to be. And uh, Everclear immediately left Virginia. Oh, my God. So it's not as strong as they say it is. Oh, see, see that we need people like you to give us the truth. Give us that truth. Now, with, with the with the Christmas season yeah. coming up and stuff like that, you know, it makes a great gift that moonshine does. I, I can't say. So how do people reach out to you? Because the law will be knocking on your front door. Well, uh, we got to walk a fine line with that right yes, there. Yes, we do. Pickle's got a legal branch, you know. He's got a he's got a sugar land shine. You can pick up a jar of that and. Uh, Pick up his uh, cinnamon shine. Pickles dynamite cinnamon. Yeah, and uh, so he's got jars that people can go to the store, go online, whatever, pick up jars. I'm still outlaw. I don't have a license with nobody. I'm just old Josh doing my thing. So <laughs> uh, he don't have to worry about that as much as I would, you know. <laughs> Please come back to this show anytime in the future, you two. Man, you got we're just good old Southern fun. Next time we'll bring some classic rock along with us. Sounds great. Awesome, awesome. Excellent. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yeah. You guys be brilliant today, okay? All right, we'll do it.